Welcome to Align by Design. I'm Amy Allchurch, and I'm bringing you human design and business for the modern entrepreneur. I'm a leading human design expert and energetic alignment business coach. I lead entrepreneurs like you to shift your business where it's not working so that it starts to work for you. Through human design and alignment, you experience the flow, the ease, integrity, and undeniable magnetism, impact, and of course, income. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you human design and business in a way that you've never experienced it before. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to Align by Design. It is Amy. Today we have another incredible, beautiful guest, which is one of my, who is one of my clients, Taylor Claudes, and she is sharing all about being a projector, an emotional authority projector, and the magic that she's creating in this world. So enjoy. If you guys have not yet signed up for Libby's masterclass, you have time. She's going to be presenting tonight. It's going to be magical and really understanding our power is how we develop our trust muscles and power within our defined centers and power within our undefined centers and really trusting who we are holistically. So she's going to go deeper into that. And Libby is just the most gorgeous guide. So enjoy you guys. The link is in the show notes. And if you're a manifesting generator or generator, MMP has launched. I am so excited to be bringing this back. This is one of my favorite programs because the energy is incredible. All the juiciness. It's so good. So MMP is money, magnetism, sex, and power, and it is strictly for manifesting generators and generators. It is about owning your magic, how to use your magnetism and your charm to really bring people into your power and to hold that consistently. Your sexual energy, which is all about the sacral. So we're going to be tapping into the pleasure center, your sexual energy, how it is such a massive part of your magic in your business and not like, you know, in a sexual way, but how the pleasure of the sacral is so powerful and why you guys have it activated and how to use that. We're also going to be talking about um, working with this energy even when you're in fear and doubt and that imposter syndrome strikes again and your why patience seems so annoying to you and how to use it to your advantage, living your best life. What did that actually means? Because you hear a lot of people in HD be like, all you have to do is live your best life. Well, how do you create a skyrocketing business from that? And then basically we're going to ditch the resistance you're constantly flowing in, in and out of and being able to hit those next levels in your most authentic mask off self. So if you're ready to join that too, let me know. You can reach out, you can um, email, you can DM, you can post in a line by design Facebook group. Cannot wait to see you guys there. Sending so much love and enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back to Align by Design. It is Amy and I'm super excited because today I have one of my private clients, Taylor Klotz on with us. And not only is she absolutely gorgeous, but she is like literally the most like beautiful, warming soul. She is so enlightened. She has so much wisdom to be sharing with you guys. And I just like, she just has the highest vibe, beautiful energy. So Taylor is a projector. She's a 6'2 emotional authority projector. 
And <laughs> she is um, really, well, she's a coach, she's a leader, she's a guide. She is very into the spiritual, intuitive world. And she is here really for self-discovery, to help you tap into your own self-discovery, to move through your own blocks, and to really help transform you into the person that you want to be, the life that you want to have. She works a lot with manifestation. She's just all of the things, all of the beautiful, good things. So welcome, Taylor. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, so excited to have you on. So Taylor, I wanted to talk about, first of all, tell the people who you are that I miss, anything that I missed, or really like your own journey and why you love um, helping others tap into, um, into like diving deep into who they are and, and moving through those blocks that really start off when you're diving into like the self-development world, the spiritual world. Yeah. Uh, so my journey started, my own spiritual journey started five years ago and I kind of woke up in life and realized that I, I was always struggling with depression. I was struggling with anxiety and just really not living my best life. And I went through a really traumatic relationship that shocked me out of my deep slumber, like I like to say. Um, and I, I was desiring to find a community or um, just somebody to guide me through what I was going through and understanding why I was miserable, why I was so unhappy. So I started out on my journey and discovered that there's not much support for people who kind of wake up in life and I wanted to create that for people. So through my own self-discovery, I was like, I'm just going to create it. I'm going to create this self-discovery. And what is that? How do we learn about who we are and how we operate in the world? And then two years ago, I, I fell into human design and I just have been obsessed with it ever since because it was always the way that I look at human design is that it is, it tells me why people do the things that they do. And I was always curious of that. Why do I do these things that I do? And why can't I just be like someone else? So it was a really beautiful tool to kind of help me accept who I am and really step into my own power. Yeah. And yeah, you work deeply with human design too and integrate pretty much all of your, your teachings. And I think like looking back now, first of all, like everything you said is so projector. You're like, well, like there was nobody doing it. There's like nobody to help, help me through this journey. Like I just need to create this. Um, but I think what you said is, is so important. And especially when people are starting to like, quote unquote, like wake up, like to have somebody to lead them through their own self-discovery with like who they truly are because what i found and like i want you to like expand on this but like what i have found when people sort of dive into um like self-development at first it's very like they're just regurgitating mm -hmm. what other people are saying or trying to like you know create the consistency or like the 5am club or like whatever you know all of these things that worked for other people or a book that they read but then it just doesn't work for them or they feel like they're failing, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I kind of found that was my journey is I would consume everybody else's stuff and be like, okay, like this is the answer. This is how I'm going to do it. And I go and try and do something and I'm like, well, this is not working for me. And it doesn't feel good either. Like I'm trying to operate differently than I actually am and finding human design, understanding that, I, I do operate differently and that's okay. I was like, 
oh, okay, so let's take that knowledge that I learned and apply it to myself in a way that's correct for me. And just stepping into that whole, like understanding that we're all different and people are teaching, yeah, they're, they're regurgitating, but how do you apply that knowledge that you're consuming to yourself in the way that's correct for you? And that's why I love human design. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And I feel like, like obviously knowing you, I know that you've worked in so many different modalities and taken so many programs and courses and coached by other people. And I feel like this is what makes like your magic is that with the projector mind, you're like, Ooh, this works and this works. I'm take this and take that and kind of combined it into your own teachings and, and understanding other people's human design of like what would work for them and how you would, how you would work with implementing something into their specific design mm-hmm. which is so tailored and like that like when somebody's diving into their own self-discovery like that's that's so it's just so welcoming I feel like it's like this is gonna like work for you you know like we get to do this and create it the way that is gonna be lifelong exactly. um so when you dive into like self-discovery with somebody what would you say is like kind of the journey or path um, or some of like the harder things that people are working through or like their wake up moments, like those moments where they're like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, first it's really kind of discovering where you are. There's always in my practice, there's three stages to waking up. And first is identifying like where you are in your journey and what you want to create, where you want to get. And then we bridge the gap between that. So my three pillars in all of my business always start off with like identifying where you are on the map. And then we go through a healing process and start looking in the mirror, but looking in the mirror with like divine love and compassion, because that is the biggest thing. When I started on my journey, it was, I would look in the mirror and I was like, wow, I suck. Like, and I would really beat myself up. And that's often what happens when we go through our awakening is that we are, looking at ourselves, but with so much hate and like anger and resentment being like, I created this and that sucks. So my brand is all about looking at yourself with like divine love and compassion and understanding that the reason why you did those things was to protect yourself. And that in that act itself, you're showing love to yourself and just shifting the perspective on what you're looking at like yes it sucks sometimes to kind of swallow that pill and be like oh i created that but if you can look at it and shift your perspective of understanding why you did the things that you did you can have so much love and compassion for yourself and you can actually like catapult yourself into like stepping towards that dream stepping towards who you are because when we can stop with this tough love method and not beating ourselves up for what we've done we can just release it, heal it, and let go and step into this new version that we desire to be. And that's the biggest thing is I'm always reminding clients and anybody I speak to, like, give yourself a break. Like, give yourself some compassion and grace and just understand that you did the best you could in that moment. And don't get hung up on, oh my God, I'm going to sit here and brood for the next, you know, couple days. It's okay, let's see it, shift it and move forward so that we can take the learnings and go. 
That I think that is so huge because that is like the healing that you talked about is a huge part of what so many people try to bypass and just innocently, right? They don't know. Like, again, they're picking up the book or they're listening to the podcast or whatever. And they're like, okay, I'm just going to do this. And that's why it doesn't work. Or yeah, that's why they're hating themselves and mad at themselves and staying in the same patterns. They just look differently, you know, like they might just be like, like a different brighter day, but the same patterns and just not as much impact um, and not actually moving the pendulum forward. Mm -hmm. So I think that's so beautiful. And I feel like that really ties in with your emotional authority of understanding that healing and grace, right? Because as an emotional authority, obviously, you know, like those waves and it can't be instant. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have taken your own alignment with understanding emotional waves. And even for somebody else that isn't an emotional authority, in their early stages of like that waking up, that is a lot of grace. And there is a lot of healing that needs to go on. And, and whether that's conscious or subconscious, like that's where, that's where it all happens. So to be able to understand and really um, help, like help people love themselves for, like you said, wherever they are on the map. And how have you felt your emotional authority um, moving through like your process in the five years of like aligning with your, with like trusting it and, and moving with it. Yeah. So I was, um, I was raised in an experience that we didn't speak about emotions and I have always been a very big energy, big emotional person. Um, and so as a child and just growing up over the years, I really didn't accept that part of myself. And so when I found, I I found human design and I realized that like, Oh, my soul came here to learn the wisdom through emotions. Like this is part of my power. I really started to accept the fact that I have them. And before I found human design, I was trying to be this balanced person that, you know, a non-emotional somebody who doesn't, feel these emotions so big. I really rejected that part of myself and I didn't love myself. So knowing that I'm emotional authority now, I'm like, wow, I, I actually am here to learn a lot about emotions and knowing that there are other people out there like me as well, just allowed me to settle in and stop trying to be something that I'm not. I, I fully now own my emotions. I'm up and down all the time and it's okay because that's just part of who I am and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that was the biggest thing for so long. I was like, something's wrong with me. Something is so wrong with me and why can't I be like everyone else? So settling into my emotional authority I've started to learn how to just lead myself through those emotions and be having that awareness too. Like when I'm in the wave, I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> like buckle up, we're, we're in the wave. And then starting to like love myself through that process of like, okay, I'm in a wave right now. I'm fully aware of that. How do I nurture myself through this? Because that's really what it is. And it's like remothering yourself almost in a way of like, let's tend to what I need. And then, figuring out what the release is, what I need to release. Um, Because I do have three different waves, three different emotional waves. I'm still navigating of like, okay, is this one this one or is it this one? But more than anything, it's just about understanding that, okay, I'm in a wave right now. So the biggest thing was let's not make any rash decisions because Mm. so often I'd be like, oh, I'm high on life and I'm like, I want to do all of the things. 
And then when I come out of that wave of being really, really happy and just more balanced, I'm like, oh, that's not aligned with me. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. Or pushing people away when I was in my lower, lower waves, my bitterness waves. Um, that's a, a really big part that I, I was like, oh, that's why I push people away. Oh, I get it now. So now I don't make any decisions when I'm in a, in a wave and I definitely allow myself to just like, okay, let's feel this out for a moment. Do, is this aligned with me? Do I want that? Um, and I think the biggest thing is, is that through my acceptance and just showing that this is me, I, I'm big emotions. I, I like to be up and down. It gives me flavor and excitement to life. And um, that's just part of who I am showing that to other people means that it's okay for them to be that too. And I can't imagine other emotional people who are like fighting with their emotions, resisting Mm -hmm. this part of themselves and not accepting it because we've been so conditioned to, Oh, you're, you're crazy. You're explosive. You're reactive. You're this, you're that, like you're not normal. Um, and so I just want to be a, a pillar or, or somebody to look up to, to be like, she's so in her emotions and it's safe. It's safe to be that. And it's okay. And there's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely. And, and with all of that, you're an undefined heart center too. So even like going through like that life of like emotions plus like, why can't I do, or, you know, why can't I commit and, or making mm-hmm. decisions that are misaligned, all of it. Um, and with you, with like your awareness being so high right now with your, with your waves, like, and having so many different modalities that you have brought into, into your practice, into your life, what are some of the most, like, what are your go-to favorites if you have any? Mm. Um, Specifically probably the lows because those are probably like the harder ones to move through. Yeah, I'm just thinking back two weeks when I was in those really heavy ones. Um, The first go-to is, I would say, music. Music Mm -hmm. is the first modality that I will always go to, and I will try to put some music on. Then if that one doesn't go or work um, in a a sad wave, in my sad Mm -hmm. waves, I would start with, like, a bath. And, and pouring into myself and tuning into, I really love meditation. This is something that I always, I'm always in meditation every single day, but I'll ask myself and I'll ask my soul, what does my mind need? What does my body need? And what does my soul need? And I always get answers of being like, okay, my, my mind needs knowledge or my mind needs a release. I have all of these thoughts. So then I'll go and journal. My body needs nourishment, water, whatever it is, food. And then my soul, more often than not, always just wants connection. So turning to my support system, turning to my life coach, turning to my friends and talking to people just to allow myself to see that like, I'm not here alone. And that's the biggest thing is being able to have good conversation with the people that I trust to be like, I'm kind of sad. And this is what's going on because that's one of my releases when I'm triggered though. And I get into anger. My first thing is to write letters is what whoever or whatever is triggering me. I eject myself from the situation and then go write it out and journal about it, writing them a letter, but never sending it because this allows me to, see myself respond 
but not actually playing into the drama or whatever it may be. So um, a couple of weeks ago, I was triggered and I, I, I had somebody who was online bullying me. And so I went and wrote letters out and out over and over and over until I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Like I'm out of that wave. And then I went to breath work and moving my body because anger is just um, energy in the body that that's stuck. That's what it is for me. And so I move this energy out of my field and out of my body. And I get into, then I get into all of the spiritual stuff, like bioenergetics and, and tapping, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So, but my go-to triggered is write it out, respond to whoever is triggering you, but never send it because you in that emotion is not the true you. And mm -hmm. anger, the, the emotion of anger or even sadness, these are not you. This is a, a version of you that has a lens on it, a version of you that's clouded by emotion. And there's nothing wrong with that. But just know that when you're out of that emotion, if you decide to act on it and show up in the anger, you're going to feel really crappy about it later on and have a lot of shame and guilt about it. So I learned that through... 30 years of my life and rejecting my anger and rejecting um, my emotions that I would show up and be really nasty to people. And I never wanted to like, I would come out of those emotions and be like, Oh, but I didn't want to treat that person that way. Mm -hmm. I definitely didn't. And so now seeing that and having that knowledge, just accepting the fact that like anger is not me, that when mm -hmm. I'm happy, when I'm in a balanced energy or balanced emotion, I am like the most loving person ever that shows so much compassion for everybody. So to go and treat somebody with anger and disrespect and all of that, that's not who I am and that's not how I want to show up. And I, I don't want to be proud of that type of experience. So really tuning into what do you need in this current moment and eject yourself from the situation, regardless if it's sadness or anger or whatever, just eject yourself from the situation so that you can lead yourself through that emotion. Yeah. And I think you brought up um, a really good point that really we haven't talked about like you and I, or even many emotional authorities is that there may be an because we talk about the waves and emotional authority right you're up you're down you're all over the place but there may be like an emotion in the wave that all of a sudden becomes like this heightened thing or a triggering a triggering feeling that you have so you could be high you could be you know sad and move through those waves effortlessly like just goddess mode right like bath and food and water and all of those things or it could be like this triggering emotion that links to past events or past healing that still needs to go on that then becomes, takes on its own life, yeah. right? And then people spiral with that and maybe not even knowing how to handle or having the awareness. I think this is just a really good conversation to bring up in, in awareness for emotional authorities that how you're feeling in a wave and then an event could trigger an emotion that then leads into something bigger than or an entirely different person right like not who you really are yeah exactly yeah it when when i have so we can talk about the online bully for a moment that's a really mm -hmm. big wound that goes back into my life and i have 
four or five different significant events in my life that when this situation happens, it completely unravels me because yeah. of these wounds that I haven't fully healed. And I, I own that. The fact, like, I look back now, when, when that happened a couple of weeks ago, I, yes, I was angry and bitter, but then I started to unpack the anger. Like, mm -hmm. why is it there? And what, what is this triggering for me after I moved through it and it released? I was like, well, why, why is that such a big deal? Like, why does that bother me so much? And then I discovered that I have this like wound around bullies and mm -hmm. I go back and I'm like, okay, well, when was the first time that I ever felt bullied? And then I saw, I was like, oh my God, there's six different experiences that I'm holding on to still. So having that awareness and being, and just having the knowledge of like how to unpack this, I get to start to heal through this yeah. emotion. And, and this anger that gets triggered in me is here to teach me. It's here to show me something that I might not be looking at. And I definitely didn't look at that. I haven't looked at that ever in the last five years because I was like, oh, it's just, it's just people. And I brushed it off for so long. Mm -hmm. So now this shows up in my life and I'm like, I get to heal this. I get yeah. to heal this and lead this through myself. And this no longer will bother me because I'm unpacking it and I'm making the choice to look in the mirror being like, oh, there's the pain. There's why it hurts. Yeah. And I think that's so cool too, because yeah, we often say like the emotions mean nothing in your wave, but sometimes like having that yeah. awareness to be like, whoa, this isn't just a wave. This is actually like a spot that I need to go deeper into. Mm -hmm. This is becoming reactive and it's creating a lot of, a lot of emotions that I don't feel good with, you know, and I'm not, it's not, I'm not just going to move through this. I need to actually dive into what this means, where it came from. And then from there, work into the healing work. So thank you for bringing that up. I think that's so important for people to have awareness around. Um, yeah. Yeah. So good. Just to ask yourself, like, if, if you're in a wave or you get triggered into a wave, which is life, life happens mm -hmm. like that. That's just the way it's, they're never going to stop. But can you move yourself through that emotion, not take action in the emotion and understand where it's actually coming from and just mm -hmm. start to see where the roots are coming from. Why does it bother you so much? Why does this one person, you know, for me, I'm like, why does this one person online bother me? Like, I don't even know this person. It's a stranger. So why is it triggering me so much? And, and just unpacking that, which is really beautiful. And, and, and it's exciting when you decide to be this awake person and, and journey down this spiritual path, you are signing on for this type of stuff. And to me at the beginning, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just like one and done it and be done. But that's not, that's not the case. Like, <laughs> once you you go back. Yeah, you, there's no going back. And life becomes more magical to be quite honest. It really yeah. does. Like, I don't think that I would have, if you told me five years ago that I would look at my emotional waves with compassion and love for them, I'd be like, you're crazy. That's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And to really embrace it. And yeah. Love yourself. And, and then when you can love yourself, you can love everything and everyone else in such a different way. So it is, it's like, it's, way more beautiful. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is your six line. So you're six two and really diving into like how, like, so 
this has been like approximately a five year journey for you. And now you're in the second phase of your sex, which is so cool because, um, I always talk about when people are sixes, like, it's not like you just turn 30 and then like a light bulb goes off and it's like, oops, things have flipped, you know? So I love that it's been a journey. And then all of a sudden, like now you're really in it. Like now you're really in that second phase because it's been five years. It didn't just happen. And now you're like, I get it. I trust it. Like now we're in this, we're in this like leaning back, but like also projecting out all my wisdom and really standing in my power and not needing to like, you know, draw people in that aren't correct for me. And, and I've learned the lessons. Now I get the lessons. Now I can share the lessons. Mm-hmm. So how have you like, obviously understanding the six line, like really reflected back and been like, oh, okay, I get it. I really did need all of those lessons. And it's been a progression over five years to get to where I am now. And now I get to, now I get to share. Now I get to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the first 30 years of my life, it was so like so much truth, trial and error with everything. Mm-hmm. Not only was I just like the person I was, in the past is so different than who I am today. And I, I, it is true that I would commit to the wrong people or be attracted to the wrong people or have the wrong set of friends or party my life away and just be this crazy wild child. Um, and a lot of bad things happened. Now, when I turned 30, before I knew this knowledge, I was just like, Oh, it's going to be like, yes, life's just going to click at that. But it's still a journey. And actually, mm-hmm. your Saturn return, that's what this mm-hmm. is. Your Saturn return actually um, lasts three years. So for the next three years, what it will be is about me really gaining the confidence in myself. And I feel like after I turned 30, it was like, I just really settled down in life. Like, I don't have that desire anymore to go out and like, be in the clubs, dancing my face Mm. off and like doing all of those things that I used to do. Like the person I used to be and the way that I used to live life, it, it has really settled down. And I'm more of like on this journey of finding that confidence within myself. And I see that since turning 30, I am just getting it. I'm like, oh, I understand why I had to go through that now. Like I went through that to learn this lesson and understanding that like, my desires and what I've always wanted are here as a blessing. And it's, it's not something to shame myself on. So since I'm now in the second stage, um, I'm really finding a lot of confidence in myself and I'm comfortable with where I'm at. Like I don't need to be the, to have a ton of friends to feel happy. Like when I was in the first phase of my life, I feel, I feel like I filled my time and my experiences with an outside projection of things. Like I was getting attached to other people, bringing in my happiness, doing all of this stuff and turning 30. Now I'm like, no, I get to, I get Mm. to be happy because I choose to, I get to be the happiness. I get to be the vibe, the life of the party, even if there's nobody here. Like, (laughs) you know, like I, you see me online all the time. I'm dancing around. I do that like weekly, like almost (laughs) daily is I'm dancing around to my favorite music and my favorite songs and I'm being silly and I'm just like 
so comfortable in my skin now and I get to be comfortable in my skin and I don't have to have somebody to sit here and be like no you're so beautiful it's mm-hmm. no I think I'm beautiful even in the rawest form without makeup on and like who I am and that goddess vibe like I don't yeah. need makeup and I don't need all of these things to tell me and validate me anymore and I didn't really have that at the beginning I kind of was mm-hmm. always getting other people to validate me but now I'm like I get to be everything that I desired before. It's me. And I get to lead my life through happiness because I choose to. Yeah. And it's, it's just that deep trust and understanding of who you are and what led you to where you are right now. And like, yeah. it really does sound like you're in. So for anyone that's unfamiliar, a six line is a three, a profile three up until age 30 approximately. And then around age 30, it goes into the second phase where you're kind of like this lean back reflecting and and learning all of those lessons and putting it together like, oh, A plus B equals C and I get it now. And then approximately age 60 is like your purest form of like role model where you're, you're on the rooftop and you're speaking it to everybody else and sharing your story and all of the things. And I feel like you are just so confidently in... like so aligned with like the second phase of like I'm just so confident I'm just so happy I just understand and even as we move through things like as you reach out to me it's never like there's no trial and error about it you know it's just like oh I see this about myself or I'm thinking this or I'm feeling this and then we talk about it and it's just like okay yeah like bam we've moved through that you know so there's there's really like that trial and error with the third line is like gone (laughs) it's just like hyper-awareness, which is so cool to see. Um, and you're actually the second person I did say, like at age 30, you did feel the shift. Yeah. So I think that's just so cool because I'm always so loose with it. I'm like, oh, you know, like I feel like it's like give or take two years before or after. But you are the second person that's like, no, at age 30, I really did feel the shift. Yeah, honestly. Um, so my birthday, funny enough, actually, I – I held my event quantum queen last year, Mm -hmm. right after my birthday. And I really got to see myself shift like completely different. So quantum queen was a live event that I guided women through, uh, last year, August, 2019. And my birthday in person. Yeah. Live in person. And July 30th is actually my birthday. Mm -hmm. So, um, there was this shift happening And I had never ran an event and out of nowhere, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to do it. (laughs) And I decided it a couple months before my birthday, the shift happened on my, on my birthday. And I was just like, I got this. Like I can totally do this. I just had this like hyper awareness that I was like, I've done all of the things and I, this Mm -hmm. is meant to happen. Like everything that I got the chills literally. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's so crazy. And then I, I ran the event. And I look at the videos back, I, I looked back at them a couple of days ago and I was like, who is that person? Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, like I see the shift. I see the confidence that mm-hmm. just shifted in me. And I was like, I got this, this, this desire to guide people along their own spiritual awakening. It's so on point and it is exactly what I meant to do because I can yes. see my I see myself being able to lead and transform people. I, I watched it happen and looking back at the videos of the event and I'm like, I'm so meant for this. And everything I have gone through up until this point was meant to mm-hmm. help me 
understand and connect with people who have gone through those things like abusive relationships, emotional depression, anxiety. Like I have, I lived that life. I understand it. I lived a very rocky life. I don't come from money. I don't come from all of these things, but yet here I am excelling still in life Mm -hmm. without these limitations. So I'm living proof that you can change your life because I did. And I, that's my desire is to guide these other people around the same thing. Like the things that you've gone through in in your first 30 years, that's not your life. It's not going to be your life. All, everything that happened in those first 30 years was meant to happen for learning so that you can share it with other people and empower other people and connect with them. If I didn't go through depression and all of that stuff, I would never be able to speak or understand a person who's in depression. And the really interesting thing is that I really think, and I'm not a doctor, but with my own experience, is that the depression for me was all about mindset. And it was this habit of thinking a really, really incorrect way. Mm -hmm. And I healed myself. I've been depression free for the last five years and I'm not on medication or or any of that, but it comes with the work. You got to do the work. You got to change your mind. And just having that different perspective, it's always a perspective shift. Yeah. And I like, Oh my God, I just want to cry because all of this is so like, we have been connected online for probably ish two years around maybe a year and a half. And you took a couple of my programs and we, we had like one-to-one calls and just like literally witnessing your shift. Cause I watch all of your stuff and like witnessing your shift and then like all of it, the progression and, you know, even like that hermit of like the in and out and in and out. And then like, you're like, all of a sudden you're like, I'm in, like, let's do one-to-one. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So just witnessing all of this, it's just like, it's been so awesome to like, actually, that's the cool thing about, about, you know, people being online is that you get to witness their evolution. And it literally is like your evidence, you know, of like, this person went from here and not, not that obviously we saw you in any of the depths or anything, but like, from here to here, to be standing in her power, to be, you know, have these incredible offers to be leading and guiding. And like, yes, it just, it just literally witnessing it is so awesome to see. So I'm just so excited about it. <laughs> like, I, I know exactly everything you're saying. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And honestly, in the first time in, in many years, I'm starting to see it myself, especially mm-hmm. having you as a coach, just being able to, you're such a good reflector and like you're a projector, but you reflect my, my reality back to me. And you're also just this beautiful mirror to be like, no, you got this. Like that was literally all I needed was for somebody to believe in me because at the beginning I didn't believe in myself and having a life coach literally can transform and change your life by just allowing somebody into that vulnerable spot and just letting them in because that's what you're paying them for. You're, you're paying them to be a support system and a mirror and your, your biggest cheerleader and to remind you of your power when you forget that you have it. Because if I didn't hire you, honestly, I probably would have just went and hit again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like I'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe next year, you know, maybe next year. But yeah, uh, no, you're like literally, oh, it's just so like, 
just watching you, I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. And it's just so good to watch from like behind the scenes of knowing what goes on. Right. And it's the same thing for me of like my coach, something comes up and I'm like, I got to work through this. Let's go. And then it's just, you know, people don't see all of the work that we still do every single day. Like it's, it's never ending. Um, which is the most beautiful thing about it. Um, but so, okay, Taylor, so how, first of all, how are gonna, people going to find you? Because they're going to want to come find you. So how hmm. would we follow you? Where do we Yeah, you? so you can follow me on Instagram at taylorclots uh, underscore. And then I also have a website, taylorclots.ca. And I'm really active lately on Facebook. So just look me up, Taylor Klotz on Facebook. If you find me on Instagram, you can, there's a link tree actually there and you can find all of my links. Um, But I'm really active on Facebook right now. I'm really loving the engagement that's happening and that whole expanding that world right now is kind of my focus. Yeah, I love Facebook too. I know people are like haters against Facebook. I'm like, you don't have a business. (laughs) It is such a good network. And like people are really, I find Instagram is like watchers, you know, and and Facebook is like engagement and people that are truly like wanting to learn from you. So it's so cool. Um, And then how would somebody work with you? Like what offers do you have for people? Because um, like if somebody was like, oh my gosh, I'm like in this awakening, I feel it. Like I have the momentum. What would they want to, tap in with you how would they do yeah that? so I do offer one-to-one coaching and um just reach out to me and uh ask me for the pricing on that but I also have I just released this the other day actually money manifestation by design uh so it's integrating manifestation and human design so that you can apply the knowledge based off of what your own chart is and be able to tap into your own power because I have been obsessed with manifestation for so long. um, And I was like, man, I need to tell people how I manifest things and how they can tap into theirs because we manifest things differently if you're specific or non-specific. So I go into that. And then my uh, next offer, which comes out May 10th, is going to be the HD basics. So if you don't really know what a human design is and you want to get more information on just the basics and start diving a little bit into it this will be my next master class which will be released on may 10th but right now it's just one-to-one and working with me there or connecting with me on facebook um, in my own private group where, where they can like just tap into yes. the modalities you share there or your wisdom yes. and yeah you are changing people's lives i'm like it is such you were just so needed and such a light and yes, they have so much compassion and grace and understanding. Like you get it. So I'm just so happy and I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you so much. This is such a pleasure and so fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here and you guys go um, screenshot this episode or, you know, tag Taylor Klotz and Align by Design HD that you guys listened or some of your takeaways, if you're a six, two or six line emotional projector, you're going to want to um, share some of the wisdom that you gained from today. So thank you guys so much for being here and listening and sending you all so much love. Thank you, Taylor, for being here. Thank you. Align by design.